Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 553 for September 28 through October 4, 2020. What's new? Saturn and Pluto both turning direct, highlight the week. We also have an Aries full moon with an intense Chiron conjunction and three new aspect patterns. A hard rectangle asks if you're ready to break through your conditioned thinking to a new level of genius. A yod supports soulful service and a finger of God tests relationships. We also have six bonus aspects not included in my written forecast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I simultaneously record these weekly forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so you can choose whichever format you prefer. The video version includes detailed chart graphics for things like lunations and aspect patterns. You can also see these graphics in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. This Week in Astrology is honored to be one of the internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. And if you haven't already done so, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. In fact, I'll be announcing the October winner in this show. What's old as we come into the week? We've got a waxing moon. We have Saturn and Pluto both retrograde in preparation for their direct stations. And we have longer retrogrades from Chiron and Uranus. So let's dive into our days. On September 28th, Monday, we have two of those bonus aspects I mentioned that are not in the written forecast. They both involve Venus. The first, Venus quincunx Saturn. Venus at 25 Leo, Saturn at 25 Capricorn, and then Venus trine Mars, Venus at 26 Leo, Mars at 26 Aries. So Venus quincunx Saturn, Venus of course has three core meanings we can play with, relationship, creativity, and money. So any of these could experience some challenge with Saturn, the stern taskmaster who tends to throw roadblocks up once in a while. Uh, saying with the quincunx, you need to make an adjustment if you want to have the optimal situation in that relationship, in that creativity, or in that financial situation. Now with Venus in Leo, as we've been noting in recent shows, that's like the performer in the spotlight energy, Venus's creativity. So she would naturally go toward that, or it could be being very loquacious and wanting to step into prominence in your relating. So watch, and there's times to do that, of course, and there's times to let other people have a turn. So just watch for any challenges you encounter in any of those areas and uh, moderate accordingly. Now with Venus trying Mars, that's a very different energy. Mars is the warrior, the pioneer, the entrepreneur. It's the planet of sexuality, of just do it. And uh, Venus and Mars are naturally complements. There's a reason that way back when Paul McCartney did that uh, album, Venus and Mars are all right tonight. Venus is the feminine, Mars is the masculine. And a trine says, let's easily and harmoniously get together. So it's a wonderful energy for relating and creating. Could even have some good financial possibilities. It's a great time to be with your beloved with Venus and Leo, Mars and Aries, which wants to go do stuff. Uh, a wonderful time just to get out, be active, have fun, lighten up a little bit. Uh, if you're creatively inclined, lots of great energy there for your artistry. And um, this one doesn't feel quite so financially juicy to me, but you know, Mars could be energizing some kind of financial thing as well. So those are some ways to play with those two Venus aspects on Monday, September 28th. Tuesday, September 29th, Saturn stations direct at 1.11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That'll be at 25 degrees, 20 minutes Capricorn. The Time Lord turned retrograde about four and a half months ago on May 11th, around two degrees Aquarius. 
It's time to start implementing the serious themes you've been contemplating while Saturn was retrograde. As I wrote on May 11th, Saturn got a bad rap in ancient astrology. He was even called the Great Malefic. But Saturn actually has all sorts of awesome qualities that you can embody. Would you like to be more mature and responsible? Do you want to excel at planning and implementation and make the best use of your time? Do you want to manage things well and eventually become a wise elder if you're not already? Saturn's your guy. To be fair, Saturn can also be frustrating. He can be the speed bumps that slow you down, the detour that forces you to take a longer route, or the roadblock that stops you in your tracks. Fortunately, we live in a purposeful universe. Like all planets, Saturn works first and foremost for your higher self. He knows your soul mission. If he runs interference with you, he has a good reason. One possibility is that he's trying to discourage you from doing something that does not serve your highest good. Alternatively, he's offering you a necessary challenge. This lets you prove that you're ready to advance to a new level of growth or accomplishment. No worthwhile hero's journey is complete without those challenging initiations. Sometimes it can be hard to tell whether you should persevere or set a different course. Your mind, sly trickster that it is, can make a good argument either way. When I'm indecisive, I go with my gut. I let my intuition make the call. Now, this is not a Saturnian technique. Saturn doesn't comprehend anything beyond the physical realm. But my experience, along with the hundreds of clients I've asked about this, have confirmed that intuitive knowledge is as good as it gets. What better source of information could you possibly have than your own divine self? After all, it created you in the first place and always knows your optimal course of action. I've never regretted following my intuitive guidance. When I've had regrets, it was because I didn't follow my inner voice more quickly. Sign change. Saturn began his retrograde on May 11th in Aquarius. After six weeks, he backpedaled into Capricorn on July 1st. He stayed in Capricorn for the final three months of his retrograde. Even though Aquarius and Capricorn have radically different meanings, Saturn rules them both. He's the only ruler of Capricorn and the ancient ruler of Aquarius. This means that you were able to reap different contemplative benefits from these two parts of Saturn's retrograde. While Saturn was retrograde in Aquarius, I invited you to consider how your structures and habits support your expression as a unique, individuated person. Are you putting your intuitive flashes into practical, effective action? Are you managing your life so that you're serving others with your special talents that you most love to use? With Saturn backpedaling through Capricorn July 1st through September 29, we returned to the core meanings of Saturn. How are you doing in the following areas? Maturity, responsibility, time management, planning and implementation, being the wise elder. Conclusion. Because Saturn passed through both Aquarius and Capricorn during his retrograde, he activated a lot of juicy themes for your contemplation. Which ones will it serve your highest good to implement now? We're not done with September 29th. We have two more bonus aspects. First, we have the sun opposing Chiron. The sun's at seven Libra and Chiron's at seven Aries. Let's just start with the planets. Chiron, the wounded healer, opposing the sun, a hard aspect. Could bring up some shadow work. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. So just be ready to get some triggering done. Hopefully you've got some good shadow work tools. If not, I've got a link to my healing invocation in the show notes. Also, Sun opposed Chiron, that can be you stepping out in more positive outgoing Chironic roles like the mentor or the healer. And with Libra being the Sun's sign placement, it's like I want to relate with others in these capacities. Possibly it's saying I want to go out as an artist, 
um, does your art that you're creating somehow have some kind of healing or mentoring effect? Kyra would certainly support that. Now, what about our other aspect, Mars square Saturn? This is Mars at 25 Aries and Saturn at 25 Capricorn. Mars square Saturn is pretty strong and it can have both positive and challenging qualities. The positive ones can be Energizer Bunnyland. Mars says, I got the raw power. Saturn says, let's parcel it out in a very mature and controlled manner and make it last. So it acts like a giant battery. You got lots of energy to do stuff. Also, Mars can be sex and Saturn can be endurance and being responsible and you know, also making it last a long time, which can be nice. Um, so those are a couple of high sides you could take with Mars square Saturn. Also, Mars, the leader, the warrior, the pioneer. Saturn brings you maturity and structure in a way to really get that all buttoned up and really done in a very efficient and organized way. Challenges, of course. Mars could be you wanting to go somewhere and Saturn saying, not so fast. So um, as I said earlier, when I was talking about the Saturn turning direct, um, you need to be able to discriminate. Is it Am I getting blocked because I'm actually not supposed to be doing this? Is it not highest good? Or is it just one of those tests where I just need to persevere and move forward anyway? So those are all some ways you can think about Mars square Saturn on the 29th. Let's get into October, Thursday, October 1st. October's first full moon, the second will be on Halloween, lines up at 5.05 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That'll be at 9 degrees, 8 minutes, Aries. Any Aries full moon is good for release or adjustment in how you're embodying the archetypes of the warrior, pioneer, or entrepreneur, and how are you doing with your sexuality and leadership. Aspects. The moon's tight conjunction to Chiron is the only major aspect in this lunation. Chiron is the wounded healer, so don't be surprised if some old emotional wounds get stirred up. If they do, I invite you to try my healing invocation, which I mentioned earlier. This simple technique delegates your healing to your higher self, who can do it much more quickly and efficiently than your human self. This Chiron conjunction could also be calling you to step forth more fully as a healer and or mentor. Some people do this in obvious ways, while others are more subtle. What's your style of healing and mentoring? Minor aspects. The Chiron conjunction is this new moon's most important aspect by far. I almost stopped with that, but there are a few minor aspects that act as grace notes to this lunation. The moon's quintile to the north node could inspire you to align more fully with your soul purpose. Another quintile to Saturn could give you easier access to qualities such as maturity, responsibility, and good time management. Finally, the moon's semi-sextile to Uranus could help you step more fully into your authentic self. You might also catch intuitive flashes more easily and be inspired to serve others with your favorite special talents. This full moon Sabian symbol is a teacher gives new symbolic forms to traditional meanings. This symbol is timely indeed. Our global society is in the discombobulating upheaval of transition. Most of our old meanings are based on the outdated paradigm of control, exploitation, and the deluded idea that we're separate selves. As Sonia Renee Taylor so eloquently stated, and this is a woman I discovered through Brene Brown's podcast. She interviewed her recently, and I was very impressed. So Sonia said this, we will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal, other than we normalized greed, inequality, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity 
and nature. End quote. Do you find this hard to imagine? Would you love to move in this new direction, but don't know how? I offer a new symbolic form to a traditional meaning with my free embodied awakening invocation. It lets you merge your higher self with your human self. This creates a powerful, practical awakening that can dramatically improve your life and can quickly become your new normal. And there will be a link to that in the show notes. Friday, October 2nd. Are you ready to break through your conditioned thinking to a new level of genius? You have help from a hard rectangle that starts today on October 2nd, peaks on the 7th and the 20th, and ends on October 24th. It includes Mercury, Juno, Uranus, and the lunar nodes. Let's interpret this aspect pattern without Juno for a moment. Mercury represents human mind, while Uranus represents divine mind. They're in opposition, the aspect of relationship, which makes them eager to connect. Uranus communicates via intuitive flash. Stay tuned for these. You'll recognize them because of the absolute certainty that accompanies them upon arrival. You may doubt this divine download after the fact, but did you feel it in your bones or know it in your gut when it showed up? If so, it's a sure bet that it's trustworthy guidance from your higher self. The lunar nodes hold down the other two corners of this narrow rectangle. This encourages you to focus on your soul purpose. With the lunar nodes in Sagittarius and Gemini, the axis of communication, what learning or communication would serve highest good? Now, what if we incorporate Juno into this interpretation? This asteroid goddess of committed partnership could represent someone who helps you understand or implement your intuitive download. It could be someone you help by using this guidance. It could even be someone who delivers your intuitive message to you if you're not yet open enough to hear it for yourself. Finally, on October 2nd, we have a bonus aspect, Sun Quincunx Uranus. Sun is at 10 Libra, Uranus at 10 Taurus. So here's Sun, core of identity, core of vitality. Here's Uranus. Uh, he wants to break you through, make you your original self. So Quincunx says, ah, but you might have to adjust a little bit. Now with the Sun in Libra, some of the Libran qualities can be, wow, I just want to harmonize, go with the flow, make sure everyone's pleasant and happy, although it can be a bit superficial. Uranus says, nah, let's just be the real authentic me. So watch for those uh, goads to become your authentic self more fully. Get those intuitive flashes I was just talking about. Serve others using your special gifts and talents you most love to use. That's what Uranus is asking of you as it quincunxes the sun. And as I may have already mentioned, quincunx says, what adjustment do you need to make to make all that happen? Sun in Libra could also imply creativity, and you might be getting some cool new creative ideas, and Uranus says, go ahead, try out something new there. So those are a few ways to play with this Sun Uranus quincunx on October 2nd. Saturday, October 3rd. Are you eager to empower a higher cause aligned with your soul purpose? A finger of God, formerly known as a Yod, Y-O-D, is here to help you. It started on September 21st, peaks today on October 3rd, and wraps up on October 15th. It includes Vesta and the North Node on the back end, pointing to Pluto at the tip. Vesta represents selfless service to a higher cause. Soul purpose is represented by the North Node. It's in Gemini, indicating that your service might involve learning or communication. Finally, Pluto represents empowerment. He could also stand for the change being accomplished by the group you're supporting or the wealth they're sharing with the world. 
bonus aspect on October 3rd, Mercury quintile Jupiter. Mercury, 6 Scorpio, Jupiter, 18 Capricorn. Here are the two planets of communication with that magical 72 degree aspect of fairy dust and magic. Uh, So you may be getting lots of cool ideas coming down the pike. You might be expressing yourself in a really creative or special way. Uh, Those are the most obvious ways with Mercury and Scorpio. It's like telling the truth, uh, being honest and authentic and real is really supported. And again, you get magical inspiration from Jupiter to help you do that. Also, Mercury in Scorpio is very focused and it can be a deep mental dive into something you need to learn about. A few ways to play with that. Let's go now to Sunday, October 4th. Pluto turns direct today at 22 degrees, 29 minutes Capricorn. He's stationed direct on April 25th at basically 25 degrees Capricorn. It's a great time to start acting on the Plutonian insights you've gained during his retrograde. As I wrote on April 25th, one of Pluto's main themes is death and rebirth. It's like the phoenix burning to ash, then resurrecting out of the flames. It's like the snake shedding its skin. It's like the caterpillar melting down to goo in its chrysalis and then emerging as a gorgeous butterfly. What's dying in your life right now? For many of us, aspects of our lives have been and will continue to be dramatically transformed by the pandemic. Are you in a job, relationship, or other commitment that does not feed your soul? With Pluto stationing direct, this is an ideal time to start creating a better reality for yourself. Pluto also rules shadow work, embracing and working consciously with the disturbing parts of your psyche. What attitudes, habits, and emotional wounds are blocking your happiness and stopping the fulfillment of your dreams? Some people are afraid that it would take a lot of energy to do psychological self-work, but it actually takes a lot more energy over a much longer period of time to keep pushing your shadow material back into the depths. The greatest suffering usually comes not from the emotional wound itself, but from the huge amount of effort it takes to keep sweeping it back under the rug. Many have found my free healing invocation effective for shadow work. As I mentioned, there's a link to that in the show notes. Pluto also represents wealth and power. We often associate wealth with money, but wealth is anything that you value, tangible or intangible. As Pluto turns direct, it's a great time to clarify how you define wealth. Is it money? Time to pursue your passions? Deepening a relationship? Holding a certain state of consciousness? Playtime with your child? Regarding power, there are two basic types. Power over involves domination and control. Power with involves sharing power freely with others and is easiest when you've tapped into the unlimited wellspring of your own divine power. Now, how will this impact your natal chart? A planet's potency is extra strong as it changes directions. As Pluto stations direct at 22 degrees, 29 minutes Capricorn, it will beam its energy strongly to all natal points between 18 and 26 degrees in any cardinal sign. These signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Transiting planets work first and foremost for your higher self. Are the areas of your life represented by the natal points in this range aligned with your soul purpose? If so, Pluto will shower them with wealth and power so you can take them to the next level. If not, he'll bring challenge so that you can transform or release that area of your life. Also, we have a Yod testing relationships. It's likely you'll get some challenging relationship catalyst from a finger of God that forms today on October 4th, peaks on the 8th, and ends on the 12th. This yacht includes Venus and Juno on the back end and Chiron at the tip. 
Venus represents all important relationships. Placed in Virgo, she asks if the type of service you're giving in a relationship is appropriate. Do you feel happy and fulfilled with a genuine desire to serve in that way again? Or do you feel anger, spite, or resentment? Maybe that's not a service you should be doing so much of. Juno raises the bar to include only committed partnerships. Placed in Scorpio, she asks if such a relationship is deep, honest, authentic, and vulnerable. If the relationship is sexual, are you able to experience the ecstatic blending of your souls when you make love? Chiron, highlighted at the tip, is the wounded healer. He knows which of your emotional wounds are ripe for healing, and he'll do his best to see that they get stirred up by one of your relationships. If you use an effective shadow work tool, Chiron can help you heal that old wound once and for all. This yacht also holds other possibilities. It can support any type of mentoring or healing, whether you're giving or receiving. More specifically, it can support mentoring or healing in two other areas represented by Venus, creativity, and finances. A few notes for you here. Everyone's welcome to participate in most live Awakening Plus calls for free. These calls support your individual healing and awakening and also support the current global spiritual awakening. Here are brief descriptions of our remaining September events. We have a bonus event, the Singing Bowl Sound Bath with Makisala on Tuesday, September 29th, 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's this Tuesday as I record. My beloved Makisala, who sometimes co-facilitates our Awakening Plus events, takes a solo turn with her new crystal singing bowl. It's tuned to the heart chakra, so a beautiful heart opening awaits you. This call should last 30 to 60 minutes. And every week, we do our New Earth support call Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We'll create our sacred container, invoke embodied awakening, and then flow energy to support the more awakened New Earth currently blossoming. The divine always rewards us with personal spiritual upgrades and profound bliss. These events last about an hour, and they're always different. We've done quite a few of them, and it's, they always find a way to make it new. It's really awesome and blissful. Awakening Plus features at least three live streaming events each month, although we're doing lots of bonus events during the pandemic. Most are open to everyone for free. The archive of over 260 transformative events, as well as accountability partners and the forum, are available exclusively to members. Learn more at awakeningplus.com. I mentioned we had a free session winner. It's Michael. Since there are only 64 entries since I restarted the free session drawings, this is the only Michael who's entered, and he happens to share his last name with a country. That should let you know who you are, Michael. As I mentioned earlier, if you haven't already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each month. And Michael, just pop me an email, info at astroshaman.com, and I'll be happy to set you up with that free session. Thanks for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, awakening activation, astrological event timing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance, and during the pandemic, I have dropped my rates significantly. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn all about this and more at astroshaman.com. To get to the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 553. Again, astroshaman.com slash 553. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is astroshamanbenjamin at gmail.com. My number for voice and text, 
1-800-273-5752. I would love to connect with you. We're wrapping up. Please leave me a rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others like you can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. Stay safe, stay healthy. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.